Hey guys, what's up? Hope you all are having a great start to your week. I definitely am. A big turnaround from last week. I was drained in every aspect, mentally, emotionally, and physically over it, but Sunday was a great recharge for me, and I hope that you all were also able to recharge. So, this is part two to the episode from last week, so pause it here if you didn't hear last week's episode, just so things make sense. Check out last week's episode and then come back to this one. Those of you who did listen, I left y'all on a cliffhanger, so here it is the rest of the podcast and the story you may have been waiting for, maybe not been waiting for, but I know some of you have and want to know what's up, so I'm not going to keep talking much longer. Let's just get right into it, and I hope you all enjoy. Um, but yeah, okay, so story. This is so, I'm so scared. I hope you don't have this person on Instagram or anything because they know exactly who they are. Um, but I was kind of seeing someone else who's like from Ottawa and we weren't official or anything, but it was still kind of like, oh, we're kind of exclusive, exclusive, I guess. Mm-hmm. But anyways, at the time I had to move back to Kingston for school a little bit earlier than second year started because I got a new job this was the most meaningless job guys but hey (laughs) it worked for me um money a little bit of money literally so it was a job where you (laughs) okay so whoever went to queens you know we got a new football stadium and my job was to promote what the new football stadium was going to look like like it's been there for the last few years now but at the time it wasn't there yet so that was my job I just kind of told people hey this is what's gonna look like and then that's it it was so ridiculous anyways Um, and then on the first day of school or I guess of the job, sorry, I see this guy walk in. He's so late for orientation, (laughs) so late. And I just remember he was wearing like a salmon colored shirt. He walked in and he was cute. And I was like, oh, like this is a cute looking guy, but whatever. I'm trying to do exclusive stuff in Ottawa. Okay. I'm trying to be grown. Um, and then this guy, like, I knew he didn't notice me because I'm like, he's such a stereotypical hockey looking, he's obviously not going to notice the black girl forward to, I think a couple weeks into the training or whatever. I get a message on my phone from a 778 number, like the area code of 778. And it says, Hey, gifty. Um, I don't know if you're still in town because you know, people were still going back to their hometown and coming back to Kingston. Right. I said, hey, I don't know if you're still in town, but if you are, I'd love to go to a movie with you. Um, please let me know if you're interested. Something like that. And I was like, what kind of prank message is I this? Remember this. <laughs> so I didn't respond because I was like, this is ridiculous. I thought it was my roommate because she stayed in town that whole summer. Mm-hmm. And I went home and I told her, like, there's this cute guy that I work with, whatever. And this girl, she's a prankster. You know exactly who you are if you're listening. She is such a prankster. So I was like, obviously, this is her, whatever. Moved on, went to another friend's house. And then this is the part that's weird because I don't normally let people just go on my phone and stuff. But for some reason, this girl was on my phone, like the friend. And she sees the very top message. It says the 778 number, the message. She was like, ooh, gifty, who's this? Why didn't she respond? What is this area code? Like, she was just as confused as me. I was like, oh, I, it's just my roommate who's like pranking me. It's whatever. I could have Googled the area code. I could have done so much, but I just didn't care because of this Ottawa boy. <laughs> right, right. We were just like thinking about him. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then the girl's like, oh, let's just respond back for fun. Like, who cares? Like, we were so bored that day. <laughs> and she responds. She was like, LOL, sure. Like, because the guy said, oh, um, like, let's go for a movie. So she said, LOL, sure, on my phone. Yeah. 
And then, um, so the person responds with a whole list of movies that they think I would like. And I was like, what is this? This is not like boys to do this. Right. To go out of your way to, how did you find my number? I'm so confused. Mm -hmm. And another detail I forgot is that in the message, the original message, he said, I found your number on iWork. And iWork is just the site where you can see your schedule for work. Like that ridiculous football stadium job I'm telling you guys about. (laughs) Yeah. So apparently your number's on there, but I don't, I didn't put it there. I guess the manager just does that automatically. So I didn't even know that. And I was like, obviously this is a prank. Anyway, fast forward, the girl said, LOL, sure on my phone. He sent me the movie. I chose a movie and I was like, maybe this is him because this is a little, like, this is a lot for my roommate to be doing this. Right. Like that's a deep prank. This is such a deep prank, but she's also like this guys. If you don't (laughs) understand, it was so confusing. Anyways. Obviously, you guys know, like, it's very obvious that it was actually him the whole time. Yeah. Uh, We ended up going on this movie date. I asked the Ottawa boy for permission. I was like, oh, hey, my roommate, or not my roommate, my coworker asked to go to movies. Like, I hope that's cool with you. I just, I I just want to hang out with him, whatever. Mm -hmm. The guy said, okay. I went with him. And the rest is history. Like, Uh, we just hit it off. I know. I was like, bye, enjoy your football. (laughs) Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Anyways, but. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is so joked. Guys, I know we're being so cryptic, but it's because if this person somehow found out, we cannot be saying their name. Like, (laughs) oh my gosh, I would scream. No, I'm not. The scary part is I'm pretty sure he has you on Instagram, but it's okay. Maybe, but I feel like they're not active. Okay. And it's okay anyway. the same few people listen, but it's really fine. Right, um, right, right. Anyway, um, anyway. I think that story is so cute. Like, I think that story is so cute for some reason. I just, like, I he just, really went hard to get your information. Okay. How? Who does, what man does that? Who? Exactly. That's why I was like, this is not real. Like, guys don't do this. Guys don't try this hard. Um, and I think the thing, obviously, the area code messed me up. Like, there's just so many things to it. And then... I didn't answer. Like I told you, I didn't answer for like hours, if not a day. I can't even remember. And obviously we talked about it like way later, like a couple years later where he was like, you know what actually like really pissed me off? I was like, what? And he was like, the fact that you didn't answer. (laughs) I can't even like hold in my lap, but I was just like, dang, you remember it like that, like that. But imagine though, imagine you have a crush on someone you text them. That's already scary in itself. And they don't answer. Oh, well, I've had that happen to me in real life. So. Oh, I think we all have. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that story needs to be told at the wedding. <laughs> I can tell it. I wasn't there, but I yeah, tell it. volunteer. Please um, tell it. Yeah, wow. That's so crazy. And then after that, would you guys, I don't know, did you just jump into dating? Like you kind of just went from there or um, like slow? It wasn't slow, but we didn't jump also. Like, it was kind of, oh, honestly, it was kind of a jump. Yeah, because it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't purposeful dating, but it kind of was. Guys, I don't even know how to answer this question. Basically, it was, yeah, yeah, I feel like it was, like, the stuff with the auto person was cool, Mm -hmm. but I feel like also was, like, again, I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus, but this Mm -hmm. person, I feel like was just, like, like, what's really going on? Like, yeah. you know, because I feel like if everything was fine, even if you just went to, like, or, like, not fine, but, like, it was, like, what you wanted or, like, what you were hoping it could be, 
mm-hmm. then like going on the thing with like James now the real he, he's the real winner of this you know he's still here yes. <laughs> but like it wouldn't have meant any like you wouldn't have been like oh like mm-hmm. let's see or like let's hang out more and then things obviously develop and then, yeah. that's exactly it so we had to have that conversation where I was like yeah like I hope you understand like this was a great date but I'm still kind of seeing someone um and he was like oh dang okay I'm gonna take a step back and then he didn't really fully take a step back he was he was Mr. Steelier girl like I think he had a mission <laughs> on his mind like accidental mission yeah where he's like yeah I know like I want her to know that I'm here for you like I know that you're seeing someone right now and I don't want to take away from that but I also want you to know that I'm here for you in person now if you ever need someone I'm like right answer okay so obviously like we hung out more and then there was like I'm not going to go into detail about it but there was one particular very serious talk and I pray that my daughter reacts the same way mm-hmm. but I told him meet me here at this time this day boom he comes to me and I was like you know what I just want to let you know that I'm not playing any games here I feel like I've dealt with enough high school boys. I want you to know that I'm not trying to do any, I'm not trying to say certain things on the air. I don't know who's listening, but like, I don't want to be too, too intimate. If you know what I mean? With you anytime soon. Um, That's not what I'm interested in. I'm not trying to be your partner. You know what I mean? I don't want to say the word. No, I know what you're like. I know what you're saying. Okay, good. I hope you guys know what she's saying. Yeah. I was like, if you don't know what I'm saying, line. Literally, if you don't know what I'm saying, what are you guys saying? Like, (laughs) come on. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so anyway, I made that very clear. I said, I want time with that. I want to get to know you first. I want to make sure that this is a serious thing because I'm not playing games. And honestly, guys, I kind of expected him. He's like laughing on the side right now. I can see his face. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I expected him to be like, okay, bye. You know what I mean? Like, I just kind of expected him to be like, this girl's intense. Like, I was just trying to go on a date. I was trying to do these things, whatever. Like, I don't know why you're putting this pressure. Because it is stressful. It's pressure. But that's the point. If you're willing to take the heat, then you're the one for me. Right. (laughs) Um, So, Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's such, like, what you said. I just want to, like, stop on that. Like, anyone who's listening, like, if you're, like, a younger person, maybe, or even if you're not, like, if you're around our age, like, we're not, we're in our 20s, like, our, well, you're almost mid-20s, I'm early, whatever, like, we're in our 20s, (laughs) and, like, so we're still young, but I think that's such, like, good, like, advice, or wasn't really, like, it was just you saying your story, but still, like, I think people can, like, take from that, and, like, don't let guys pressure you into doing anything please like don't do that like at least let it be that you want to be the one to do it and if you're like a virgin or it's like a new experience with somebody like take it at your own pace at the end of the day if that person is so desperate and they like if they're pushing so much on you and you tell them like no like I don't want this and they get mad at you or whatever then that person's not for you like honestly Mm -hmm. you're kind of a piece of crap for that like don't make a girl feel bad because she doesn't want to just like give it up and stuff like that and I think that that's like so rare like I hate mm-hmm. to say that it's rare but I feel like so many guys at least in my personal experience and like from friends like all this stuff like sometimes they just like put pressure on you to like do all of these things yes and like why though like it's just like you can get to that point but I feel like it doesn't have to be from like the jump and like basically yeah. just don't do it if you don't want to exactly like don't go looking for a perfect man or anything but don't ignore red flags yes 
if your gut is telling you this is a red flag, then I'm, I promise you it's a red flag. So I completely agree with you, Kayla. Yeah. Okay. So now my favorite part, literally the part I've been wanting to talk about. Yes. The thing about marriage. Yes. Let's just start with what, like, how do you feel about marriage? Like I can go and then you can go or whatever, whoever. Yeah. Um, you can go. I feel like I've been speaking for a bit and then I'll go right no, after but it's you. good. Like you've been saying oh. stuff, but I, I'll okay. go. Yeah. So <laughs> marriage, I, okay. So like for me, like my parents are like divorced and then my mom got remarried and they're still married. Mm-hmm. And I don't like, I don't think that's like pressure, but I definitely think like my idea of marriage, I was like, I want to get married once. I want to get it right. And I don't want to divorce. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's going into it being like, oh, I want to like, get a divorce or anything like that. But like, I really don't want to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's just so like sacred. Like, it's just, I, I don't want to make light of it. And I feel mm-hmm. like also like, kind of like a lot of what you've been saying, like not word for word, like what I'm about to say, but kind of, it's just like dating with like a intention. Like yes. I personally don't like like dating for fun. Like, of course have fun. And I'm not trying to be like, Oh my God, every person you date is like going to be who you're going to marry. But like, mm-hmm. that's also what dating is. Like you're either going to stay together and move towards marriage or like, maybe you don't want to get married, but like a, what is it? A partnership like that. But like you're still with that person. Like maybe you don't actually want to make it official kind of thing. Yeah. That, or you like break up. So I feel like for me, I'm just like, I'm excited for it. I definitely think that like, I have these conversations like now with like my current like boyfriend and like, we just talk about it and um, I don't know. It's like also kind of like scary too, because I'm just like, how is that day going to be? And like, wow, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I can't even put it into words, but overall, like I'm excited for it. I want to get married and mm-hmm. I definitely look forward to the day. Yeah. No, I completely, I completely agree with you. And I think it's so fair to not be able to find the words to describe it because on one end, it's like you have the fairy tale side of it where it's such a beautiful moment. The other hand, sacred perspective where it's like, this is so straight up and serious. Mm -hmm. And then on the other hand, you're like, look at the divorce rates right now. Like, Uh, this is getting really scary. Like, how do you know? Oh my God, guys, this is so crazy because. Uh, two days ago I was talking with a few of my friends from Toronto and they were thinking so what is that how do you know when you're in love with someone versus being attached to someone and I was like that is a deep question and they were just their reasoning for that is like you don't want to marry someone that you're just simply attached to you want to marry someone that you're in love with Um, and the conclusion we came to is that you're gonna have both in some way like you're gonna feel attached to the person that you're in love with but if there's no love in that attachment, that's when you know that this is not the person you want to spend the rest of your life with. 100%. Um, and then I asked James for advice because this man, he's actually been wise these days. I don't know. He's growing. But shout out, <laughs> yeah, shout out man. Um, so his <laughs> advice was that if you're constantly thinking about whether this is the one, whether this is love, whether this is this, that is attachment. If you feel it in your heart, in your pulse, in your every breath, when you're around this person, when you think of this person, that is true love. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the distinguisher is whether you're feeling it within your body or just in your mind. Right. And I was like, dang, like, since when are you this deep? Like, what is going on? Um, that's just his perspective. He doesn't know. Okay. Like, he doesn't know. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> 
Like he's doing so good. Just kidding. He's even <laughs> up. <laughs> like he's doing. He's so wise, and that was really philosophical. But also, I don't want you guys to think like, oh, am I overthinking about my relationship? Am I not in love? You're probably in love. Like you never know. But mm-hmm. I think that's his way of differentiating the two. And I think it's conversations like that where I'm like, yes, I want to marry this person. Like I love the idea of a true partnership going through life together. There are so many articles that say that like monogamous relationships are unnatural for humans. Like apparently it's not natural. Right. I, yeah. So personally, I'm just like, I cannot see myself being with so many people like that. Yeah. Me too. It's so draining. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm not the kind of person that likes to put her life on blast. So if I'm opening up to my partner, I'm trying to do that minimal amount of times. Yeah. Like I don't want to keep doing that over and over and over. Like I have yeah. way too much baggage, way too many layers to this ish. Um, so anyway, um, but yeah, I think marriage overall, something I want to do. It's something that we both are really excited about. And my parents are going to be very much involved in the whole process. Like as much as, as much as you guys think, I don't know who's listening, who's Congolese, who's African in general, whatever person of color. I don't know. Maybe you're not even a person of color, whatever it is. If you really think marriage is your choice and your way of doing things, you are mistaken. Your parents' opinions, their foot, their bum, their everything is going to be in that completely. For sure. Um, so be mindful of that. But the partnership itself is just you two. So know that you'll go through this whole ceremony where opinions are everywhere, but the purpose of it is going to be beautiful. Um, and marriage isn't for everyone, but when it works, it's it's so beautiful. No, it makes me want to cry. Yeah. I'm just an emotional person, but that's why I'm like, <laughs> I just can't wait to like go to a friend's wedding because it's different like going to like weddings as like kids mm-hmm. for like other family like it's so fun I've always had fun I just love love I want to go but it's like when it's your friend it just like hits different right you and saw them go through so much yes that's what I was about to say like it's just like I've seen you guys go through so much and now we're at this point I'm just like it's my wedding like <laughs> yeah it is your wedding crazy I'm like oh my gosh I'm it's like goosebumps a little bit just like thinking about it possibly happening but yeah. like soon I mean like happening soon mm-hmm. um I was about to say too oh yeah about the whole love thing do you remember like when you knew like you were in love or when you said it like who said it first if you remember okay this man said it first it's a very embarrassing story but I'm gonna put him on blast anyway all the tea. I was like, this is tea time, so whatever. And he doesn't care. Like, he's chill. Um, He's going to be embarrassed, but it is what it is. We got to own up to our mistakes. Remember what we were saying? Learn from mistakes, make them, but learn from them. (laughs) Um, So he said, I love you. This man was intoxicated AF. Um, So I was not happy at all because I was also unhappy that day in general because he just, you know, Took a, he drank a little too much and I am just not a fan of that like I am not a believer that you need alcohol to enjoy yourself um and sometimes when he's in certain social settings like he gets really anxious it's very common for people when they get anxious yeah. they don't know the crowd they don't know the people they drink as a form of comfort and it he sounds crazy exactly it sounds crazy but it's it's such a thing so yeah. I don't I'm not too hard on him for that but I want him to make sure that he's learning right um 
And full disclosure, by the way, he gave up alcohol for the rest of the year. I don't even know if I told you this, but that's just something that he's doing right now for yeah. both purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so yeah, he was super intoxicated, said, I, like, I was <laughs> literally yelling at him. We were going in the club. I was locking the door and I was <laughs> yelling at him. And then he's just staring at me with these glazed eyes. And he was like, Gifty, I love you. And I was like, what? Like, and I locked the door and we just started walking. And then it was raining too. And we were just walking. I'm holding this man up and he forgot his ID at his place. We were walking to his place. Yeah. And then he said it again in the middle of the street. And I was like, no, 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 we need to go. So we like kept walking. (laughs) Um, And then he's like, you're really not going to say it. And he was like resisting at this point. He's like, you're really not going to say it back. I'm like, no, because of how intoxicated you are. Like, thank you for thinking this in your most, I guess, innocent, I don't know if it's innocent, but like more pure thoughts. I don't know. Yeah. Like um, vulnerable, maybe like, what is like, that yeah. Like unfiltered. Thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Unfiltered thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not about this. But anyways, fast forward, we go to his place. He's obviously feeling sick. So we didn't end up going out that day. And I took care of his ah, bum. Sorry. <laughs> I took okay. care of him. If you care, that's fine. Okay. Um, and I, guys, I'm, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but get you a girlfriend that actually cares hard. I slept on the floor that night because I wanted him to have a good night's rest to feel yeah. more sober. I don't know why I did that, but I did it. And I didn't want him to like be, get sick on me or anything too. So there was multiple reasons why I slept on the floor. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I, I, before he went to bed, I was like, James, if you tell me these, the same thing uh, tomorrow, then I'll believe you. But for now, I just don't want to talk about this anymore. Right. And this was, I think, seven months in, maybe a year, seven to a year. I don't know when the right time is, but that was when he decided to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day... Uh, again, I don't know if this is his PG or PG 13. I don't know, but (laughs) yeah. Okay. Well, we were being intimate and then he said it in that intimacy. And then I was like, I don't, I don't like that either. I want there to be. (laughs) Poor guy's probably like, yo, this girl like hates me. Like what? (laughs) I just don't, I don't like that. I want you to. I don't like that either. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, you don't. Exactly. I'm just like, sir, no, no, no. (laughs) You need to say it when you're fully like in the right mind. You're not affected by anything. You're not like completely untouched kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then he, at that point, though, he was too scared to say it again. Like, he just didn't do it. He's like, yo. I know. And the thing is, from my perspective at the time, I was like, see, what a wuss, da-da-da, all this stuff. <laughs> I was an angry woman. Um, but yeah, no, he just didn't say it again for, like, a month. Mm-hmm. And then he said it, and then that's when I felt it, too. Like, it felt right to hear that from him. Like, those yep. other times, it didn't feel right to even hear it, let alone say it back. Right. So, and my, I don't even have advice for that because it was literally goes back to the whole, I felt it in my body as opposed to thinking about it in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it felt right. And I think I knew when I was in love with him, when he would do something that pissed me off, but I was still really happy that he was the one pissing me off and no one else, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I get so, it. So that was me fully accepting everything about him. Mm -hmm. and wanting the absolute best for him and just knowing that 
even though we're not on a date or we're not on good terms, whatever, I still felt genuine, holy wholesomeness when it came to him. And I felt warmth. Um, I felt like this is a face that I can look at for a very, very, very long time. So um, yeah, I'd say that's when it happened for me. Yeah. For me. Yikes. I've okay. Well, obviously I've been in like started my like our relationship at school Mm-hmm. university um and then I don't know, how long was I even there four months five months mm-hmm. I we remember dating, like really like really quick but what's weird is like it just felt so like it natural. Just felt so natural like I felt like I knew him forever like he's truly my best friend and I don't have a lot of friends that are guys like I have like acquaintances like I would say the only other person who's a guy that I would say is my friend is like one person mm-hmm. so again like not many um and like I don't it was just anyways it was so easy like I said like we started dating we went to like on our first date I met his friend and then he introduced me as his girl and I was like <laughs> I get oh my god you guys can't see my face oh my god I'm about to get on YouTube you need to be seeing the expressions but anyways I was like okay and then I remember like I was nervous to ask him about it and then he was like oh yeah and I was like oh like you're not going to be like, do you want to be my girlfriend? Like, we're just assuming. And he's like, oh, like, you want to be my girlfriend? I'm like, okay. So, yeah, <laughs> we were dating. But basically, at this point, we're, like, long distance. But we were seeing each other every single month. Either I was going to Boston or he was coming here, like, to Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And then I can't even remember, like, I don't remember the moment. But I remember how I feel, like, kind of what you're saying about, like, your body. Like, I almost wanted to cry. Yes. It was so weird. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I really love him. Mm-hmm. And then I think, like, the reason why I said – I'm technically the one who said it first. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I said it is because I knew he was going to say it. But then he's like, oh, no, no, I'm just going to wait till I see you again. So we were going to see Oh, I remember this. Again. Yeah, in May for, like, my graduation. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I love – like, I love you. Like, I he was like – he was so – he was like, I'm so mad you said that. <laughs> but I was like, this is not a normal reaction. But I get it. I just wanted to be first. But – I don't know. It's just, it's so weird. And I've never felt like I've ever like loved somebody like mm-hmm. before. Such a, it's such so a weird. Sweet. Yeah, we love love. Woo. Love, love. What? I have a question actually for you, if that's allowed. Whoa, look at your <laughs> cables. Okay, host. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Since you love the topic of marriage so much, is there like a main thing that comes to your mind where you're, that would be the scariest thing about marriage or like something that you might be anxious about when you think about marriage, like not to make the conversation negative, but I'm just curious to know if there's like an anxiety related to marriage and if there is one, like, what is it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Oh, uh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, the one thing is, and this is such a random thing, but I think the mm-hmm. only thing that makes me like anxious or nervous or sad about marriage is like if my dad will like come to my wedding. Yes. Yeah. I feel like I've always like we've had an interesting relationship. Like, you know, I've literally bawled my ass out at your house about yeah. it. Like we're trying to like get back to like being close and like having a real relationship, but I think I've always like back to the fairy fairy tale side of like marriage. It's like your mm-hmm. dad walks down the aisle, you have a father-daughter dance and stuff like that and so I've always been like wow like I'm never gonna experience that so I feel like Mm. 
it kind of makes me nervous more so. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like that's just a random thing to say, but I feel like that's like the one thing. Like, other than that, I'm just like, I don't know, maybe the cost of it because JT's literally trying to buy all of Boston. I don't understand. <laughs> Every time I'm just telling him, I'm like, who is this person? Like, if you don't talk about them, that's not your friend. Next, yeah. they're off the list. Like, no, who's paying for this? Like, we're not rich or anything like that, but yeah. Yeah, I would say maybe that's it. I would about you. Like, yeah. Well, I was going to say really quickly, like, that is not random at all. It just reiterates what we were talking about earlier. Like, family matters so much when it comes to marriage. Like, yeah. as much as you think it's a partnership between just you two, and it really is, but you two both come with backgrounds. You come yeah. with other people in your lives, and that is such an important factor. And I think I didn't even think about this, Kayla, but now that you brought it up, my anxiety is pretty similar to yours. Obviously, it's a little different um, um, as my parents have been through, like have gone through marriage and they're still married and stuff. So I was able to grow up with my dad around and stuff, even though we had a tough relationship because he was so, so different from who I am. We don't have similar personalities. Yeah. but he is much older than I am. Like he is, he's grown. Um, I am, my name is Gifty because I was a gift to the family. Like I wasn't the most planned child. So I was born way after all of my siblings were kind of getting ready to leave the house. Yeah. If that gives you any clue of how old my parents are. Um, and my parents aren't very, the most healthy people, given the age, given just all the medications my dad particularly has been taking, etc. And mm. this is so sad, but I feel like I've been kind of mentally prepared for my dad to be maybe too ill to attend. Maybe he's in a better place at the time that I'm ready for marriage. But I think that is definitely an anxiety. It is so real to be worried about who's going to be there to witness yeah. that beautiful moment. Um, yeah, that is, that is such a true thing. But, and I think I don't have this anxiety anymore. And I don't know if any of the listeners can resonate with this, but wouldn't it be so scary if you discovered something so big about your partner once the ring was already on? Isn't that terrifying? But you know, speaking of like, obviously I'm not about to get married, but like a little advice if anyone out here who's listening is already engaged or whatever, like my mom has seriously encouraged like me alone to seek therapy that I should mm-hmm. encourage my boyfriend to seek therapy and that we should do like marriage counseling together yes because it's like trained people who typically like it's like they've already been married and then there's like like questions or things that you guys could ask that are like things that again are not surface level or what you've been talking about like things like now like we're not even that old but I think about like finances like mm-hmm. are we both saving like do we have debts that like we owe like where are we going to live? And like, these are things that I literally, like just yesterday, it's so funny that now you just sparked that in my head. But like, I was telling him like, we need to have a serious conversation and be like, where are we going to be living in the next year to year and a half? Because long distance is not about, this is not about my life. I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, we just figure it out. And it's like, adulting literally slaps you. Like, it's just so much. I'm like, we literally were just in high school, just in university. And now it's like, deep deep things like you need to know about your partner except for i love you exactly like Like, it's so much more than love which is yeah it's so much more than love and the love will get you so far which is so sad to say out loud like obviously yeah like they say love conquers all and like that is not false like it's true but also in a marriage you need a bit more than just love you need to have 
open communication, some type of alignment in values and goals, like that yeah. will get you really far. So yeah, I think um, I've definitely asked James all the tough questions. I've living with him, seeing his face every single day, especially now that we're like in this small little apartment together. Like I just know everything about him. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm already scared. I know like, there's something to be scared about, but the fact that you said that, like, yeah, no. no, there better not be anything. I don't want to beat nobody up. Oh my you god! You know what the best part is about James? I think it's my favorite thing about him. This is so underrated. He is the worst liar on earth. He is the worst liar. I'm telling you, ladies, get you a man that can't lie for crap. I promise you, your life will be so much better because I've had previous people in my life who are master liars and I was just kind of like gullible just going yeah. oh my god there's this you know you know the person I'm thinking of I just don't know if you know Blair like yes oh, god. Yeah, oh yeah. my god that his, was name's, his name's not Blair by the way it's just oh yeah it's the uh, location anyways yeah. It's location. <laughs> yeah don't worry guys but anyways he was a master liar so that's probably one of the reasons I had that talk with James right off the bat saying I'm not playing games kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, get you a man that can't lie for crap or at least catch on to when he is lying. Like they're going to do something with their face or like maybe they fidget a bit. Maybe they look a little too serious, whatever it is. Try to pick up on those and then yeah. you'll eventually know who this guy is fully. <laughs> Funny, speaking of like little tells and stuff. Yeah. No, like, no, I, I would say like, I don't know if, like, the right way to describe, like, JT is, like, he's not a good li liar, but he's very mm -hmm. much, like, he'll plan something, but tell, like, he wants me to know. Like, mm -hmm. he just tells me. So I'm just like, okay, but um, when he's, like, stressed or, like, stuff like that, he, like, does this one thing. He's like, pulls the back of his head, and he, like, starts looking all, like, he just looks Aww. weird. So it's like, you know, like, you'll figure out little things. So, like, now yeah. that like, we get closer, like, I know, I'm just like, what's wrong? Like, you exactly. know, like, you can just, like, read the person more, but yeah. What's the other thing I was going to say? Oh, I lost it. Oh, yeah. Like, what do you think? I guess, like, we can maybe kind of, like, end it on this note. But sure. what would be maybe top three or five tips for, like, what you should look for in a person, like, a person to possibly mm -hmm. be, like, your part, like, long-term partner, like, looking, like, towards marriage? Mm -hmm. Or what's, like, your biggest lesson you've learned that led you to your current relationship right now like yeah. what you yeah great question honestly I'm gonna do biggest lesson as opposed yeah. to listing three to five so biggest lesson for me is to reflect on step <laughs> I'm saying I'm not gonna list but I'm also about to say steps okay, so step go. one <laughs> reflect on who you are and would you want to date yourself like ask yourself that oh, question would you want to date someone who's exactly like you? So for me, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I'm not even about to, to be honest. So one thing about me is I'm, I'm a fairly selfless person. Like at the end of the day, I don't appreciate people taking advantage of me, but I will really give a lot to a person I really care about. Um, no matter what my circumstances, if I have no money and you need money, I'm giving you the rest of what I don't have. That's how That's I am. So true. So I know. You remember when you sent me money in school and you didn't even have money? Do you remember? I literally, Kayla, I literally just remember now. I was like, anyways, I don't want to get like emotional, but literally this is one of the reasons why you're my best friends. Like guys, I was struggling so hard at school and yeah, anyways, you really came through, but 
Sorry, continue. I'm so glad that was helpful. But yeah, yeah. no, I do. I do kind. I don't know what year it was, but yeah, I suffered financially <laughs> throughout my university. But it's fine, anyways. But that's just who I am, right? Like, yeah, Kayla, I love you. Like, I'm gonna do this no matter what. Even if I'm broke tomorrow, I'm still gonna be able to send you money. I'll find a way. Like, that's who I am. Yeah. Um, I'm someone. I can be very sarcastic. I can be very serious, but I can be very silly. Like there are certain things about myself that I've reflected on thoroughly. And my honest answer is I would not want to date someone like me, but there are certain characteristics about myself that I would appreciate in a partner. Right. So I guess that's step number two. Step number two is figuring out what characteristics do you like about yourself that you need to see in your partner? Mm -hmm. For me, it's helpful to see selflessness. Yeah. Like at first I thought like, oh, it's okay. I'll kind of carry the team with that. Like I don't ever, like the thing is though, guys, like I don't need anything in return. Like that is not my goal. Like I was never raised to act like that or think like that. That's not even my heart. But at the same time, it's the way I express love. And that's the way I feel like people love me. Mm-hmm. So I think that is an important characteristic about me. And I think other things too is I want the partner to be to be able to be deep. Like yeah. I want them to be able to think, like reflect thoroughly, um, to make wise choices, but to not be the kind of person that just kind of goes about life not having goals, not having thorough reflection. Kind of. Exactly. And yeah. I overthink a lot. So that's another characteristic I do not want. I do not want a partner that overthinks, but I still want someone who has a bit of that like you're still thinking a decent amount kind of thing. Yeah. So I guess to recap, um, step one, discover who you are. Step two, maybe discover um, if you would date yourself. Step three is discover what characteristics about yourself that you need to see in another partner. And then the last step is step four, discover things that you need the partner to compliment about yourself. So when James and I first started dating, like I was a very intense person to be honest with you like I guys just to give you a quick high level of who I am I worked in Kingston I worked in Ottawa and I was working full-time or I went to school full-time in Kingston while maintaining extracurriculars and I was taking six courses yeah that is my level of intensity so that's just to say that like I could overthink a lot I get really anxious I get really stressed really easy and James is not like that like he is a bit more now that we're actual adults and we're not in school anymore. Yeah. Before, back in the day, that was an amazing characteristic that I needed. I needed a leveled, level-headed person. I needed someone that was able to be like, Gifty, let's map this out. You're okay. Like, just take a deep breath. And he was the sweetest soul. Like, I remember having to take the train to Ottawa because I worked the next day or something. Mm-hmm. He would make me, like, PB&J sandwiches for the train ride. Like, little things like that where I was like, this is a complimentary aspect that I needed. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's my step four. And I don't know if that's helpful for you guys, but, like, it, it really did help me realize who I need and who I want and you know, people at the end of the day, they can grow just because you're not seeing those characteristics right away. in the first person you see that doesn't mean they can't develop those characteristics. Mm -hmm. Um, A man will grow for you if you're the one. He will not grow for you if you're not the one. Um, And James took time to grow for me, but he still made little efforts here and there. And now it's much more drastic. Now that we're out of Kingston, we're out of our bubble, he realized it's just us two against the world. Yeah. He was like, yes, this is what I want. 
And last thing, I'm so sorry, Kayla, I'm talking. No, no, sorry. no, go. But it's like I all was, good stuff. Like <laughs> I actually like be like, wow, like I needed to hear this or like yeah. actually apply it. So no, keep going. No, I hope. And the, the other thing, the last thing I'd say too, is that you have to make sure that your partner wants to do those things. Like yeah. if I'm saying that I want a selfless person and this person I'm with is selfish right off the bat, Maybe he wants, maybe I want him to grow into a more selfless person. Mm -hmm. But if that's not what he wants for himself, that's when you know, okay, maybe this isn't the right partnership. Yeah. Like but if you can't change someone at all and like, don't exactly. be one of those Captain Save Hoes, I've been there. You're not going to change any person if they don't want to change. Like, don't hurt yourself in the process trying to change somebody. Like, it's exactly what you said, Gifty. Like, yeah. someone will change for you if they actually care about you. So if they're not, take that L I know it hurts yeah but like move on and say like hurt yourself now to heal yourself later facts and like but make sure that it's not something he's just doing for you only right like so you know what I mean it for himself also exactly because yeah, the yeah. minute it's just for you I promise you sisters out there anyone it's not sustainable mm -hmm. he's gonna do it temporarily to get what he wants temporarily and yeah. then you're gonna go right back to square one and mm -hmm. i say this with thorough passion because full disclosure i went through all of this with james but i as a woman stuck it out personally i would have probably suggested to a friend like you got to move on at this point mm -hmm. but i stuck it out he stuck it out with me i'm not perfect and we were able to get to a point where we're finally happy. We're finally able to work on growth as opposed to working on challenges. Yeah. Um, so that that's my huge advice I'd say about relationships. Ooh, that was good. And now I have a hard act to follow there. <laughs> but I don't, I guess for me, like I agree with everything you're saying. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just trying to think of, like, my relationship now and, like, what I feel like has made us work despite being long distance, with, which definitely is, like, the main thing. Like, I'm not trying to be like, oh, my God, we're so perfect. We don't have issues. Like, no, there are things that come up over time. Yeah. And we're only going to be dating two years in November. Only? What do you mean only? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> You've been dating for... 10 years not actually but yeah so like i'm just like kayla sis only two years is not valid two years is a minute anyways it is, but. yeah and considering the circumstances and everything you guys are going through like mm -hmm. that is wow that is tough and i just want to let you know that not everyone has that type of strength so you're my inspiration your inspiration to a bunch of listeners today mm -hmm. um, and i don't want you to get that twisted take that only out of your vocabulary <laughs> just like can't the can't is not in your vocab sorry just, uh, um but yeah so we've been dating for two years yes um but i think the biggest thing is like again like what you said like just finding someone who like compliments you mm -hmm. there can be aspects that you guys are similar but also different because exactly. me and like JT are such similar people. It's so scary. Like it's it's so weirdest thing. I'm like this is weird. <laughs> but there's certain areas that I'm stronger, and then other areas where he's stronger. So even though we're similar, like 
sometimes I need him to be like, Kayla, be more optimistic, be more positive, like, take a deep breath. It's really not like you're fine. And then sometimes I have to pick him up. So like finding someone who's actually like going to be there. Also, like for me personally, like maybe not everyone's like this. And this is just like, I don't know if this is like advice, but like, I guess just something that I like or like that I would look for is like finding a man who's like in touch with his emotions. Yeah. Like, oh my god. god. Like guys, if you're listening, stop being so prideful. Stop being so ego. Every please, like it's okay to be emotional with your woman and like say how you're feeling. I'm not saying you're gonna cry every day, please. That's <laughs> too much. But like show that side. Like it's okay to tap into your feminine side, whatever, and then you can go out and to other people you're not showing that. Yeah. But I like appreciate so much that JT feels so comfortable with me to like us to be able to have those like more emotional talks or like him show me that side of him and I think that also made me realize like okay like we have something here like there is a foundation and like Mm -hmm. it's more than just that surface like I don't think I've experienced this like not even I don't think I know I haven't experienced that in the past before like there was always something that I just couldn't like penetrate like we couldn't get to the next level of like getting deeper Mm -hmm. and then I guess the last thing is just like having friendship honestly like make sure you actually like that person lust love all that's gonna go away like you said earlier like please be friends with this person please like the person as a whole like take yourself out of the equation if you weren't dating them would you actually love this person would you like this person if you take it to marriage or you guys are dating for five years the next six years ten years like are you gonna wake up and be like wow like i just wasted all my time and it's okay if you have to make that decision and be like well, we don't have, like, we're not going to be together. Like, it's hard, but also, like, it might be the reality. So, mm-hmm. just, like, check in with yourself and, like, be self-aware and just, I don't know. You'll figure it out. You guys got this. Everyone who's listening, like, everything's going to be uh, fine. But those are our tips, guys. This is the end. This was so, this is a good one. Wow. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy this, um, <laughs> who are listening. And yeah, Gifty, is there anything like what are you going on? Any mm-hmm. social media? Like what's what's going on with you? Anything? Yeah. Um, well, honestly, nothing's really going on with me at this very moment. Like I said, still chilling here in Toronto. I'm on social media, so feel free to like follow me, reach out if you want more relationship advice. I actually, like I said, I'm selfless. Like I actually care about talking about this stuff. Like it's so yeah. important. Um, I don't feel like I had someone to talk about this stuff with me for so long. Obviously, I've always had my best friends around me. But like, when it comes to deep relationships, relationship stuff, I didn't really get that opportunity. So I'm here if you want to talk. Like I said, Instagram, like Facebook, that kind of thing. I'm on it. But I my notifications are off because gotta take care of yourself, guys. Mental health. (laughs) Like I yeah, I deleted all of social media for the longest time like these my girlfriends like they all have this snapchat like chat going on for years and i've had that deleted for years too i logged in real quick to say a quick hi and then i deleted it yeah we all (laughs) were like wait we all were so shocked we're like wait is this gifty on the chat and then she's like okay bye again okay great Um, my bad guys but no seriously self-care 101 um but no still like if you want to at me please feel free i'm what's my instagram kayla i don't know what it is off the top of my head but i'll leave yeah i think it is before but i'll leave it in the description box um of this episode 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, thank you so much. This was so, I, it's just so fun. I like it. so fun. I love girl talk. I love tea time. You know what? It's not even girl talk. This is for men. This is for anyone. Yeah. Anyone. If you're both also like whatever you are, please, this is for you. We want to help. We want to talk about real stuff because it's tough to find real people these days, especially on social media. So if you need that, find that within K. She has a beautiful channel and I'm so happy you invited me. This was so fun. Yes. Okay, guys. So on that note, as always, enjoy the rest of your week. Sending you positive vibes and love always. Until next time. Bye. Bye.